there is a difference between just being paid for something and also being generous with what we've been given and sharing that. So it actually makes a difference for the people around us because really that's how we grow. It's not just that we're really helping them. We become a better person by helping others as well. Welcome to Enterprises of the Heart with Russ Noble. My name is Seth Silvers, and over the next six episodes, I'll be sitting down with certified life coach Russ Noble to talk through six vital life principles that will help you move from where you might feel stuck to where you dream of going. After this podcast, our hope is you have a better understanding of the person you can become and a practical roadmap of how you can get there. Welcome to Enterprises of the Heart. If you are interested in talking further with Russ about one-on-one coaching and mentorship, please visit www.enterprisesoftheheart.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Enterprises of the Heart podcast. If this is your first time here, my name is Seth Silvers and I'm here with Russ Snowball, the founder of Enterprises of the Heart Coaching. Russ, how is your day going today? It's going great, Seth. Thank you. And how's your day going? It is going well. Um, beautiful weather here, so I'm grateful for that. And uh, today we're going to talk about something really important. We've been talking about goals and this topic of really getting the most out of life that you can. But today is talking about something that is pretty essential in the path of getting to those goals. So what, what's the big idea that we're covering in today's show, Russ? Yeah, thank you, Seth. Yeah, I think they big idea that we're looking at today is probably one of the most significant things that I enjoy talking about. And that's the importance of the community that we have, that we surround ourselves with, that we embrace and uh, basically uh, energize us with so that we can achieve some of our goals. And, you know, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, the dreams that we're looking for in life. Yeah. It's so, so important to have the people around us. So we're talking about pursuing our own goals. And I know that I'm guilty of feeling strong enough to be able to do it on my own. Um, You know, is drive and having a lot of drive for the goals that we're working towards, is that enough? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Honestly, I don't think it is um, because I don't really think that we were meant to survive on our own. Um, I think it's by design that each one of us has some gifts and talents that we have been given that we can share and that we can use to kind of help out uh, the people around us. And and I think in turn, they have some gifts and talents that can help us. I, I learned that very quickly. I grew up on a farm and uh, there was some machinery I couldn't fix. I just didn't know how to you know, basically repair them. And so we had other people uh, in our neighborhood who could come and help us out. So even though I knew how to put the hay bales up and you know milk the cows, I couldn't fix the car. And so that for me, it was a very clear example early on in my life that I was gonna need other people around me to kind of help me get where I wanted to go because I sort didn't have the uh, understanding of the tools or the talents to get there by myself. Yeah, and it's interesting because I mean, we have these individual goals that we want for our individual <clears throat> life, yet it seems like we really need community. Um, so, what, I mean, why do you think it is that way? Why do you think we need other people and kind of just thinking through like how life is designed, like how God has created us. Like, why do you think we need other people in order to pursue the things that are on our individual minds? I think it's it's by that design that we need others because it helps us fulfill our purpose. It makes a difference if we can serve other people. And, and quite often you'll find people 
volunteering or doing things for other people in the community with no charge, just because there's a sense of personal satisfaction that comes with helping other people. Uh, and those in turn help us as well. They give us the energy to kind of say, well, you know, I want to be able to do that again tomorrow, or, you know, maybe I can make a difference for them. There's certainly a place for being paid for our services. Uh, that's part of how we, you know, we survive in the world. And that's part of what we call work. But there's a difference between just being paid for something, and also being generous with what we've been given and sharing that. So it actually makes a difference for the people around us, because really, that's how we grow. It's not just that we're really helping them, we become a better person by helping others as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we see that in our lives. We've probably all seen that, you know, the most significant moments in our life usually involve other people or getting help from other people. But this was pretty challenging over the last, I'd say, 18 months mm -hmm. of 2020 and 2021. You know, what's, what kind of was your experience and reflection on community and yeah. kind of during this pandemic? Yeah, very much a, a reality that it did have to look different and that it changed. And a lot of people were left on their own, uh, you know, being told to immediately lock down, to avoid uh, going into public places, stay home and work if you could work from home. All those kind of things were new to us. And so that reality changed how we can kind of gather, communicate and build those connections. And so the desire to, to find those connections uh, still came through and people turned to all kinds of means, whether it was technology to kind of reach out, uh, whether it was an opportunity to, you know, write more letters, to phone more often, um, to do things that helped other persons uh, uh, without uh, requiring them to leave their own home. So I'm thinking of how many times people in our neighborhood dropped off food baskets for people because they couldn't go get the groceries themselves. Just, you know, the, the kindness of people came out in different kinds of ways. But really what it told us that no matter what our circumstance is, we still wanted to be connected. It just looked differently than we were accustomed to or used to before. And a lot of things, um, you know, things of being connected were taken for granted. Oh, yeah, I'll get to see them one day. Actually, you can't get out to see them now. So what are you going to do? How are you going to connect with your family members so that, you know, uh, you know, a new grandchild could see their grandparents somehow. Uh, family member could go to a wedding. Uh, those are ways that we had to do differently. But we still wanted to be connected. We just had to challenge ourselves to think outside of the box. And how is this going to work? How did it look for you? What were some kind of ways that community just changed for you? Yeah, well, we had a really concrete example in our own story. Uh, our oldest daughter was engaged for a couple of years and was set to be married. Uh, they had planned for a wedding of 150 people and, you know, had a supper arranged. Uh, we had a large gathering set for our, our wedding mass. We had, you know, a, a dance that was expected of after. Uh, that went down to... Our limit at that time was 40 people. And so we had to change the venue. We had to change what the food would look like. Even the way the banquet was served with an entrance in one way and an exit out the other way uh, with sanitization. Uh, but you know what? We made it work. And this is one year later. And, you know, they're very, very happy that they did this uh, ceremony because they still got cards and letters and notes from people, Zoom calls, a stream, uh, stream uh, mass that was set up so that it was uh, 
you know, it's still a go. People watch video streaming of the wedding uh, from across the country, which was 6,000 kilometers away. So uh, we found a way it worked. What did, what, what did some of those things teach you about community and the importance of community? It, what it taught us is the value of the, of the most significant people in our life. Um, going back to this topic of connections, if there are some really significant connections in your story, it's important to find ways to keep those going and to find out really what drives us more. There's a, a cliche that says it's a, we're kind of a, a summary of the five most significant people we spend time with each week. And if we look at those five people and what do they do for us, how are we contributing to their story? And, you know, what do they make a difference for in my story? And how am I going to be connected? And they might not even be face to face. Some of those people might be online. They might be uh, people who we come across that inspire us, uh, people like yourself, uh, people who have also uh, made a difference for other people and we come aware of them through, you know, Instagram or podcasts or through LinkedIn or whatever means that we come in touch with them. And we want to stay connected because they inspire us, uh, especially for myself, to be better than I am already. What what can they teach me? What can they help me so that during this time of COVID or, um, you know, lockdown or whatever we're in, that we can still continue with the best of who we are beyond this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's such a good point of really looking I mean we have to look inward in all of this like we have to see what we can learn and see mm-hmm. what we can learn from just changing what community looks like and I think for so many of us it this year really did challenge what does community mean for you oh. you know do you feel do you still have a community to stand on if you can't oh yeah very much so but you know it was a particular challenge for me for those who who have met me um they know that I'm a hugger and, uh, you know, handshakes and hugs and, you know, in our family, lots of kisses and all that kind of thing are sort of the routine that we grew up with holding hands mm-hmm. for our grace meal together. Anybody who was welcome into our home, we shared a prayer together, those kinds of things. And so that looked very differently, you know, and so to stand just straight up and not move your hands when somebody said goodbye or, you know, you couldn't welcome in the door was a new reality for us. Um, it's changed a little bit because of uh, getting vaccinations and, you know, getting the first vaccination today, I was able to get my second vaccination. So with that comes a little bit more freedom with a cohort. Uh, But those relationships were very, very different. And for me, a real challenge to say, okay, you're not going to connect with that person, um, you know, with a hug or even face to face as this business uh, went uh, online, went digital, even that first connection with the client uh, meant I had to change that up and I would meet them Mm -hmm. uh, in a video form rather than with a handshake. So it was a real challenge for me, uh, but a challenge that I embraced and welcome and, you know, we just made it work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the the importance of more structured community, like mentors and different Mm -hmm. relationships. What kind of relationships do you feel like we should really be establishing in our life if we're serious about moving towards our goals and and what we want to accomplish? I think we need to surround ourselves with people who can pull the best out of us, who can help us to take risk, uh, who don't keep us just safe and comfortable. Uh, It's often said, if you're looking at your dream and you uh, surrounded yourself with the same people, same circumstances that you did a year ago, don't be surprised if another year from now, you're doing the same thing. Uh, I think we need to kind of look at 
people who will say, you know, you've got a good heart, but you also need to look at this area. You need to take more of an opportunity to step out of your box, um, find people who inspire you to get up in the morning and you want to listen to them. One of my goals is to make sure I have 20 to 30 minutes every day listening or reading or finding out something about somebody's life story or what they've contributed to the world that can help my own life story. So I may not pick up something um, on life coaching every day, but it might be something on gardening. It might be something on cooking. It might be something on traveling. It might be something that opens my mind up to other things in my life story that can also help me connect with some clients so I know their story. Um, Give me a little bit of background their story. My son's heavily involved in the software industry, and it really wasn't until he got involved in that that I took more of an interest in myself, you know, or the daughters into psychology. And so, you know, it's finding out those things that can help my mind and help my own personal growth get better. You know, know, I'm getting older, so now it's more important for me to get into yoga, not just heavy weightlifting. (laughs) Those are the realities of life. Yeah, absolutely. what is so what are some of those key relationships in your life in a sense of um you know uh are there any mentors or like even just along your journey yeah share with with our listeners some of the important people in your life as far yeah. as community some of the most significant people in my life uh have been people who have encouraged me to develop the personal relationships that have changed who I am as a person, the kind of job I had, and also what I do now. Um, one of the most influential, he's he's died now, but Leo Biscaglia was a psychologist who talked a lot about the gift of relationships. Uh, I had a school teacher in uh, Edmonton Catholic schools who in a lot of ways became a dad and called him dad because what he did, he embraced everybody in the high school he was at, no matter size, weight, color, ability. He just welcomed them into the classroom and made them feel that they're the most important people in the world. So he was another mentor in my life, you know, that kind of just changed. Uh, Currently, some of the life coaches that kind of inspire me, I'm looking at Brendan Bouchard and, you know, what he's doing for the world. He's first life coach who's actually created an app for people so that they can create their journals, their own history of their own personal growth, their values, their timetables in there. Uh, It's just another way that you know somebody out there has helped us to kind of see the best in who we are and hopefully that kind of comes out in the way I want to be in that right. I'm, I'm a, you know less judgmental toward other I'm trying to be more inclusive of the way I approach other people right so yeah let's give some input to in some kind of tips and advice to our listeners who don't really feel like they have much community or have much connections, what would you say to those listeners? Yeah, I think that's really critical at this time right now um, to take a few minutes to reflect on what is your current life circumstances? Who are the people that you can talk to in your own life story that actually listen to you and you can talk more than the weather about? Uh, So what's on your heart? What are some of your story connections? When you find those out, then search out where and how you can be connected with those people. And if they're not immediately in your circle, then go to the library and read some books. Go online and, you know, hit the topic, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's Instagram, whatever. Um, people that can inspire you. I 
I read three or four people who are sort of mentors in my life right now uh, on their daily podcast. You know, I'm looking at Anthony Trucks, you know, you know, people knew him, you know, as the American Ninja Warrior. But right now they're seeing him uh, for his shift mindset. And so reach out to those people who can give you some hope and energy every day. Right. Yeah, I think that's so important. And I encourage anybody listening, you know, just be willing to ask, too there's people that you want to be more like, just uh, ask them if you can spend more time with them. I think people, we always feel like nervous to ask people, but Mm -hmm. if somebody's ever came up to you and said that they, you know, they'd like to learn from you and they really respect the way that you're living and would love to spend more time together. Usually you feel a little flattered. Usually you feel Mm -hmm. good. And the worst they could say is no. So I think that it's, you know, for, for my wife and I, we've just tried to be, we kind of looked, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, okay, who's, who's in our life. Like it's probably going to be more challenging to make new friends in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be on hold, but really looking at who's in our life, what community is around us and what can we do to invest in that community? Yeah. I love that because that really speaks to the whole fact that um, we really do an injustice to ourselves by staying alone, that we don't grow, that we don't really uh, become our best selves. And I think that's, you know, a great idea, you know, to reach out to those people who inspire us. And uh, I've learned that for myself. I've been an ambassador for our local chamber of commerce. And there's so many people I've met in that business world who I basically talk to as inspiring people uh, around them and myself because they have the kind of habits and mindset that I'd like to see in my own life and ask for them for their help to do it. And like you said, they're very generous. And usually uh, the people who have made a difference in other people's life and have gained some sign of success are there for a reason. And so ask, what has it that made you successful? Because I want a piece of that. Yeah, that's such a good question. What what made you successful? I'm sure everybody has an answer to that. And you're going to learn so much by asking that for people in your life. And so this has been a great episode, just a great reminder for me to value community. And, and you know, we took a little bit of a, it's a little bit different than our previous conversations where we've been really talking about goals and your dreams. But if you don't have community around you, then you're, you're just not going to get there. So thanks so much for your time and your insight, Russ. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Seth. It's great to be with you here. Yeah. And if, if this was your first episode joining us on uh, Enterprises of the Heart podcast, I encourage you to make sure you listen to our other episodes. And uh, episode four will be next in our series where we're going to be talking about struggles, loss, and hope, and really how to deal with those. So we will see you next time on the Enterprises of the Heart. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Enterprises of the Heart with Russ Noble. We hope this episode was not only encouraging for you, but that you walked away with a few practical tips to help you make the progress in your life you desire. If you're wanting to see further growth in your life and wanting to move closer to your dreams, we would love to help. To talk with Russ about one-on-one mentorship and coaching, please visit www.enterprisesoftheheart.com. Again, that is www.enterprisesoftheheart.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.